You're listening to She Well Read. Get ready to be part of a community that is dedicated to helping you become the most well-read version of yourself through reading. On this show, we hope to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of self-care while increasing your knowledge on various topics. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Oh my gosh, we've started. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey. I'm hey, I guess I should be looking at I know. I was like, I need to like re-put. I'm like, that camera though. So oh, anywho, y'all, it. this is our first time recording like in an actual studio, a production space. Who are we? I was just telling Alana it feels like we made it or yeah. something. Yeah. We're but at the camera. She said we did. And, We're and here. I agree. Yeah. This like, is season, it's almost season three, baby. It's next week, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we got one week. Oh, my God. I oh hope you goodness. guys are excited as we are. Like, pumped, pumped. But anywho, welcome back to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. And as we said, we are at Vibe Street Studios down in downtown Birmingham. Shout yes. out to Micah and the whole team. Thank you for having us. Uh, and today... On We're today's gonna, on episode. Today's episode. I, I keep looking up here, like I, at myself. I need to like, look at the camera. Well, I'm trying to look at you. I know, and I'm like looking. Well, no, I was looking at myself. <laughs> Shout out to our bags in the back. Yes, my. I'm like, which way do I point? Do my Telvizi. Do, does she have a name? She doesn't have a name. Because I feel like you should start like naming your designer bags. Wait. Because, like, Saweetie did it. Didn't did she? she? She had that little reel or TikTok where she was, like, the Birkins. They all had a little... Stop. Kiki. <laughs> Not the bags having a kiki. They were. Mm-hmm. Let's have a kiki. Uh, I feel like they deserve a name. They do. I have They're three precious. of them. So they can each have an... I'm going to have to... I'm going to brainstorm some names. Rosie. Oh. Leave them in the comments down below. I was about to say, yeah, leave a comment. What should I have... What's her her actual name is Corn Beef. <laughs> I hate that name so much. But it's kinda funny. Right. I like that part. I kinda like corn beef. I know C B C her name could be C B. C B. Like Chris Brown. Mm, never mind. And you know how I feel about him. Never mind. C B's off the table. Go back to the episode. I don't know. It's like one of the first mini sods. Yeah. From like leading up to this season. We yeah. did talk a little shit. About we did talk him. a little shit. Oh yeah, we yeah yeah. yeah. Anywho, go back. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do housekeeping because literally the past three, all of the countdown episodes, I keep forgetting to do housekeeping at the beginning. Uh, follow us everywhere at She Well Read, the Tit, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Again, we're on Facebook, but not really. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Bookshop. Check out our bookshop, T-shirts. Samra's going to be posing in one of the new T-shirts that we're going to post on our socials pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Sponsorships, that's a new one for housekeeping. We are officially accepting sponsorships for the new season. Uh, Email us at shewellread at gmail.com if you would like to have an ad on the show. Or we're also doing social media sponsorships, so all of that's on our website, too, under what, Partners? The partners tab? Partners. Partners, mm-hmm. yes. So there's that. And yeah, let's get into the topics of today's episode. TikTok. 
Yeah, this is so awkward because I just keep sticking my tongue out. Y'all are going to realize how much I do it, and I'm embarrassed. I may have to stop. She said I may have to stop. But okay, so we recently posted a TikTok. If you don't follow us on TikTok, at she will read. And it was basically something that I just thought would be funny, which apparently a lot of people thought is funny, but not funny. Triggering. Funny, triggering. Funny, weird. Funny, weird. Weird that we all have the same exact household experience. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. to see it. But I wanted to read some of the comments because some of them were funny. Please, I'm glad you're doing this. I wanted to do it too because I read them all out loud and it made it more funny. Yeah. Like some of them were funny. Some of them were like, huh. Yeah. Some of them had me worried. I was like, should we be checking in? I know. And then some of them was like, oh. So, anywho, I'm going to read them now. Okay, one of the comments that I saw was, I didn't have a room because I was in foster care and had to be seen at all times, so I sat on the couch. Now it's the only place I can read. Yeah, that one was like, oh, damn. Wow. It's crazy how trauma does that to you. Like, yeah. It can either make you dissociate or like really associate something so much that it's almost like Crippling? unhealthy. Yeah. yeah, all of the above what we both just Right, because there were some people in the comments, which you may read one, but I'll let you read it. <laughs> I was about to say, do you want me to keep reading it? Maybe I'll read it. You may. Uh, this one was funny. I was like Matilda. Every Saturday, I would walk down to the library and get a dozen books. Me. Me. A dozen. Yeah, I would just get a bunch. Like you, Then you can pick and choose. Right. It's worse when you go, you get one, and you hate it, and you're like stuck. Right. Right. So it's better to have a plethora. I remember my mom used to be like, you better not lose these damn books or have them return late. And then I have a late fee or some shit. And I was like. <laughs> not little Lana trying to keep up with her late fees. I know. I never had a late fee. Ever? Ever. Yeah, that sounds about like Lana. <laughs> I was like, I was like. I had them. Yeah, but the thing, when I realized you can still check shit out and have On top fees, of it? I was like, oh, y'all shouldn't have told me because who the fuck's about to pay this? It's like. I mean, but you had to pay eventually. Eventually. Were you the one who had something that was due at UAB Library or was that somebody else? <laughs> that was me. That was you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I did think I lost that book. So I think I ultimately... I think you found it. Did I? It was I a struggle remember. because I remember having it. And the people at Stern were mean to me. Uh, several of them at the front desk. I don't know if anyone else that goes to UAB ever had this experience, but they can be very, very... Like, they're on their last leg of patience. Well, granted, they're working with college kids. Yeah. And I, also, yeah. I feel like that I is a like common they get trait. disrespected. Right, exactly. I feel like that's a common trait of library, not stereotyping librarians, but I have faced a few librarians who like took their job Super extra serious. Right, extra serious, which I get, but also you're working with kids right. at the same time. Right, like we're all struggling. Like, you know what I mean? Especially in college. Right. You're like an irresponsible, you're still a teenager. Like, Anywho, okay, next one. This one was funny too. Anyone else walk around high school with a book to ignore the small town hoes too? Cause you heard everything too. Like you're walking around, like you look, like you're reading, and you look like you're reading, so no one's paying attention to you, and you hear all the tea. That was me. Oh shit! I used to, and it wasn't intentional. It just happened. No, that's. <laughs> so funny. A great cop out too. No, honestly, somebody do that. 
just I mean, keep up with the tea in the school. Be Gossip Girl. But just have your head in a Stop. book the Stop. If you time. decide to become Gossip Girl, you got to tell us. We won't. We won't. We won't say anything. Yeah. But we'll keep if you it do, real anonymous. Real anonymous. Real A, Pretty Little Liars. Real A <laughs> shit. We grew up on Pretty Little Liars, so you know you can trust us. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Anywho. <laughs> Okay, the next one says, I was up for two days straight once, just reading. Oh. And now that I don't live in constant dysfunction, I can't finish a single book. Now that she doesn't live in constant dysfunction? Yeah. I, that's the one I was talking about. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, it's like so associated with trauma. Yeah. That even to do it, the action of it is like triggering to you. So I was like, right. ooh, I'm glad it didn't do that. I maybe... Maybe my long break from it, because you know how we both had that period after high school mm -hmm. or even in high school a little bit of like just kind of stopping reading. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that made me come back because I, when I came back several years later. Yeah. And I hadn't read a book. You know what I mean? No. And one of the comments, I didn't screenshot this one, but because I remembered it. Because I was like, that's the whole reason we started. One of the many reasons we started this show was that I think the person said, uh, once you get to college, you're not even going to want to read anymore. And I was like, yeah, because you don't have time. No, yeah. That like we were reading textbooks. Mm -hmm. But then once we graduated, we were like, hello. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, welcome back. It's Literally. like, oh, I have some time. Yeah, I can do other things now. It's crazy. It really is. Okay, the next one. Then my therapist says I started using music because the words on the pages weren't loud enough. Oh, yeah, that was one, too. Bro. I mean, that's more like the original TikTok that we were inspired by. Yeah. Of, yeah. like, dancing in your rooms to the music. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But my thing, because I don't know if you remember this, but in college... I mean, even in high school, I used to listen to music while I did work or even read. Like, when I was at home... I would have headphones in and have the TV on, not watching the TV. It's just for background noise. And I was like, oh, this is just the way I read. Therapy. That's crazy. <laughs> so much of what we were doing was literally just our bodies responding. Like, that's why I, yeah. was, I had so much anxiety. It was like my body was just trying to deal with everything. Yeah, little did we know that's what that was. So, anywho... Mm, this one was a little intense. Uh, it says, I read horror. I need the books to scare me more than home. Shit. Me when I, I read that read comment. That one. Damn. I've been like skimming because th there's a lot of them, which thank you for everyone who's been commenting, liking, sharing, saving the video. We really appreciate it. No, honestly. Because when I saw it starting to blow up, I said, hello? <laughs> it's like one that you don't want everyone to relate to. And it's crazy that we all lived all over the place, but we still had the same. The same experience. And that's on dysfunctional parenting. Mm, which oh. is a whole. That's a whole thing. A whole thing. Uh, this one was funny. I told my FBI agent not to tell anyone this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then a lot of it was like, my people, I found my tribe. And we're like, yes, welcome in. We're all we're all trying to figure this out together. We're all mad here. We're all mad here. But then this one was really nice. It was, it's kind of bittersweet. It says, my neighbor used to cart me and my siblings to the library every once in a while. And it was a beautiful escape from the refuge chaos and abuse at home. Oh. It's sad. No, it's sad. Yeah. Oh, you hate to see it. 
Uh, and this one this is not about the background music. But anywho, I was laughing, crying, sliding down the wall in the comments. I think that may be one of my favorite TikToks we posted. Yeah. Maybe not my favorite, but maybe my it's favorite. It's up there. Yeah. It's definitely up there just because it's so relatable. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Be relatable with the content. Create this community. where we're all, I mean, we don't have to talk about trauma all the time. But, you know, books yeah. and such. Um, okay. Speaking of TikTok, Bama Rush Talk. Let Gosh. me say this. I am not on it mm-hmm. with my own will. This yeah. is against my will mm-hmm. that I'm so deep in the Bama Rush talk. Last season, yes, it liking, was my will. Let's be honest. Are you liking the big video? No, because they're all the. Here's the thing. Okay. Season one of Bama Rush talk was more like it was. It's that thing of like it's new. No one. There's no structure to this. They were all using like it was. It was when the OOTD got like super intense like everybody's like ootd ootd oh gosh like ootd my necklace is from amazon my earrings are from admiral row which was one of our sponsors last season my dress is from zara but it's technically from tj maxx (laughs) and my shoes are also from tj maxx like that that's when ootd went like stupid viral not us all Wow. Yeah. I mean. Like, people were doing it before, but that's when it got, like. Crazy. Yeah, really Yeah, now it's just, like, a meme at this point to do it. (laughs) To do it, yeah. But I feel, Bama Rush Talk, now the sororities, like, last season it was just the people who were rushing. Okay. This season it's the people who are rushing and the sororities themselves, like the entity. Oh. Like, it's a part of their work week to do TikToks yeah. and stuff. And, like, they're all using the same sounds and the same dance. And it's like, huh. I think people are saying oh, Zeta wow. were, like, the queens of Rush Talk this year. Like, it's a whole oh. thing. See, it's evolved. It's evolved. I'm not on it anymore. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> any. I'm not on it anymore. And I go on TikTok, like, every... I go on TikTok for, like, maybe five really? Um, I feel like that's pretty. I mean, that's good. Minutes? That's healthy. Oh, that's healthy. Okay. <laughs> it's healthy. I was like, 20 is a lot. <laughs> and then my number, you know. <laughs> okay, so so when I'm on there, I don't know why, but I guess I have such a specific, like, algorithm. Mm-hmm. Because I only ever like fashion stuff or music stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just only serves me that. Yeah. I haven't even been served any any rush talk stuff maybe i just yeah. haven't like spoke up because you know it'll listen to you yeah yeah absolutely so if that I, conspiracy theory like we talked about conspiracy theories that last episode that's what i believe in no a hundred percent and the amount of times we're saying it i'm sure i'll be served <laughs> some now that when like once we leave Are you like looking at your phone like yeah it's listening yeah <laughs> i'm like looking in the back like hello hey girl <laughs> Speaking of which, um, we did get our first season three sponsor the gonna, other day. I think we should keep it a surprise. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah, okay. I I okay. think I think it should be a thing like a like oh, ooh, like who are they? An announcement. It's like when you're when you're getting picked for a sorority. Rush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but shameless Rush plug, Glenn. Uh, email us at shewillred at gmail.com if you want to be a sponsor. Uh, okay, another thing. We got mail. Hey! And I'm so excited. 
We I'm got like, a letter. Yeah, we just got a letter. Very good. Uh, blues Clues. Uh, blues oh, Clues? Blues Clues. Blues Clues. Um, it's called Mostly on the Edge. It's written and illustrated by Monique Sullivan. Thank you, Monique, for sending these wow. to us. They're like gorgeous books. Right? I got them out the package and I was like, ooh, soft. That new book <laughs> feeling. Wait, let me touch. <laughs> but it's very Ooh. much giving rupee car. Oh my god. That's the vibes that I, I haven't it's obviously It's thicker I read than it. a rupee car. Really? Yeah. I've never read a rupee car. Like I've seen like all the tweets and everything, but mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. The inside is very much I don't know if y'all can see. But anyway, let me see another one. Like this one. <laughs> yeah, picture story. Is that a An vagina? Urn? It's like a broken An urn. urn and a vagina. And a vagina. I thought it was a uterus or something. Yeah. It just looks cool. like from the corner of my eye. But I did want to read the... Because um, the part that I did skim through that I actually read. So the beginning, you know, acknowledge the acknowledgments Ooh. was my favorite part. It says, to the men that left me and still have a place in my heart, to the sad bitches on the <laughs> sidelines. I said, me! <laughs> <laughs> of the world to underdogs who just want to be loved i see you i hear you we will have our moment when moments are meant to be had and for those who believe not what selfish fools we live with wow 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 wow. monique miss sullivan uh that was good she goes by mo though that's her like everybody calls her mo mo uh, and then Thanks, the next page Mo. literally says, and okay is the best we felt in a long time. Sheesh. Right. right. So thank you again. Um, if you would like us to send, if you would like us to send, if you would like to send <laughs> us, we have nothing to send. We're, this this is what we're sending. If you would like to send us anything, uh, like a book to review, a postcard, a letter, a letter, a, letter, a gift of some sort that we'll unbox on here email us at shewellread at gmail.com or you can just send it to the P.O. Box 1725 Gardendale, Alabama 35071 and the P.O. Box I check it every so often can can we just have it to not be empty every time I go check it yeah guys please she spaces it out (laughs) I do a lot because (laughs) she doesn't want to be sad no tell me why when I went to go pick this up because I knew it was coming because she emailed us. But I, there was another letter in there, and I got all excited. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my gosh, we got a letter. Yeah. It was addressed wrong. But I had opened it because Damn. I saw B. That's it was brown. But I thought it was Bowman in my head. Oh. When I saw the Bs, I opened it, and it was a check for some, like, landscaping services. And I was like, Hello? not me going to prison for opening somebody else's mail, and it's all check. Where do you go from there? Like- <laughs> What you do with the check? Well, so our P.O. box was too small for this. So, you know, they put the little key to the bigger box yeah. where you pick it up from. Yeah. So I went to the bigger box, but the key didn't fit. Mm-hmm. So I had to go in line because I was like, well, I already got to tell them about this envelope that I didn't open when somebody's checking it. Oh, well. And this is not working. And so the first thing I said was, um, I have I got this letter and um. I accidentally <laughs> opened it because I thought it was for me, but it wasn't for me. And she's like, oh, it's fine. And I was like, and I also have this key because I guess I got a big package and it's not working. And she's like, girl, what is your P.O. box? I said 1725. Damn. And she went and got it for me. Not as causing <laughs> problems at the post office. I said, I'm so sorry. She's like, it's fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that's And what nice. about my business? Yeah, as you should. Right, right. It's the, it's like the thing you, that you do in that moment. Um. Okay. Next topic. What to expect this? Well, video, first of all. Video, first of all. It won't be as chaotic as it is right now. Because we're going to get used to it. We're going to get used to it. It's like it's putting on like a new outfit that you never worn before. And all the like nips and tuck. You know? As you nip and tuck. Look at my tuck. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, Yeah. Y'all, I want to say this, though. I texted Samra because we never really discussed what we're going to wear to yeah. Or like I when we're, we're making TikTok. Our shirt for a second. That's why I was like, let me text her that I'm getting cute. Yeah. <laughs> when she texted me that, I looked down like, hello. Because usually when we podcast, it's very the opposite. Very the opposite. This is not how we look. We do not look like this. So no I I was like, oh, I got to wash my hair. And that's, of course, mm. you know, that's what took a second. Mm-hmm. And it was wet. And I was trying to find an outfit and nothing was working. And it's like, I moved and I feel like I've unpacked everything, but mm-hmm. it's like I have no clothes. It's like I yeah. don't know what bag to this, look in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's I have to wash all of it because yeah. I don't know what's clean and what's not mm-hmm. at this point. It's probably all dirty. <laughs> it's so like it's, it's just like nothing. 12 more loads of laundry until I can actually have a wardrobe. Not 12. Damn. Mine's mine. I have no excuse. Mine is just I haven't folded anything in like a week. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, we have a chair. We actually we actually had to move like our pile of clothes because it was on a chair, right? Mm-hmm. Like you throw all this shit on one chair, right? My ottoman. Yeah, it's turned into like <laughs> a it's, thing. It's like a mountain. Like you can barely see the chair anymore. It, it, it barely get out, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to move this to the center of our room so we have to deal with it. And I was like, that's kind of smart. That is smart. Because it just keeps growing. It's getting scary. <laughs> Yikes. You hate to see it. Um, Where were we going? Season three. Season three. Yeah. Now y'all see, like, can visually see how we rabbit hole. Um, Ooh, hold us accountable. No, really, though. So season three, I meant yeah. to bring the book. I don't have the book with I me. I meant to bring it, too. It's hard getting here <laughs> she said listen here it was a rough time i was trying to be on time i was trying to be on time and it was then, a lot going on <laughs> we're gonna late. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be better but i i yeah i have honestly in my life i'm trying to be better because i was like dime why are we the couple that everyone has to tell an hour earlier than like why <laughs> like we should not be that couple it doesn't look good Her, no but you know what that's growth yeah. That self-reflection right there, you love to see. Yeah, so we had a little come-to-Jesus moment Period. together where we were like, we're both going to be accountable, but as a Her. couple, we're going to leave every for about an hour and be ready an hour and a half. But with us... Mm. <laughs> here's, a, here's the thing. Here's my thing on being on time. Mm-hmm. I'm not all, always on time, but like 90% of the time I'm on time. You are. You like I have a whole ritual the day before I figure out how long is it going to take me to get to wherever I have to go, especially if I've never been there before. (laughs) You Google Maps it. You see how how many minutes and then you add 10 because you have to find parking if there's Mm -hmm. not parking. Mm -hmm. And you have to account for if there's traffic, if you get lost, if you take a wrong turn. It's always good. At that point, you add like 10, 15 minutes on top of that. Might as well call it 20. Might as well call it 20. And then whatever that time is that you've set, 
you start getting ready like an hour before that, mm-hmm. depending on what an you're going to do in your mm-hmm. routine. Because okay, if I'm just right, doing right. like a no makeup chill look, I can be ready in 20 minutes. Bye. I've timed it. <laughs> Not intentionally, but I was like, what average time? So I like looked at my watch when I started and looked at my watch when I was done. I was like, oh, like about 20 minutes. And then if I'm doing like something with my hair, like if I have to take my hair out of braids and put makeup on and put on a cute fit, you add that's like 45 an hour. 40. It's giving an hour. It's giving an hour mm-hmm. to be safe. To be safe, especially I now. See. This is what can really get you. What if you plan an outfit in your head but did not try said outfit on? Yeah. Well, dime. That was his thing. I need to set an outfit out the day before Mm -hmm. but for me i'm like i gotta do it on the go like i have to like be in the moment that's your process yeah that's my process so i just have to account for that Mm -hmm. and have a longer period window of like what outfit are you gonna wear right well i mean don is sounding kind of right now an hour and a half an hour and 20 (laughs) (laughs) sounds pretty accurate no it is and then like i'll be like oh i'm not gonna do my hair and then i'll like really look at it and i'm mm. like in the middle of like getting ready i'm like okay i'm gonna do my hair and the, mm, you can't do that you can't and you, you can't. know what else the devil loves he knows this busy. is my weakness yes and he every time say it's like an hour and a half an hour before i should be going somewhere mm-hmm. deserve a break mm. you just got off work mm. relax for a second just just watch some TikToks. <laughs> Start a YouTube video. Why don't you just... Or, like, randomly, I'll just be inspired mm-hmm. to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be... Today it was researching secondary education schools, like, for my master's. Because oh. I don't think about going back to school. Yeah, I was like, second... What? I got caught in a... Is that, a, is that even second? I don't know. I, higher education is... That's... Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew. Well, I didn't until you started talking about going back to school. I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't was think that's right. right one. I don't think that's right. But anywho, anywho. So <laughs> I was just inspired. I was like, oh, I'm feeling it. Like, why not just do it now? You know what you need to be doing. Yeah. But I'm like, but this is productive. So but not for what me. you needed to be doing. It's the priorities. <laughs> it's the priorities. And so I have to be disciplined about that because. It's always going to hit that inspiration to do whatever it is. Yeah, that you've been putting off. Yeah. Which is valid, but I get what you're saying. It's all. But, again, we're growing. Growing. We're taking accountability. Yeah. That's why I kept texting Loki. I was like, I'm getting ready. I know. (laughs) I know, I know. Because it was like, we hadn't texted all day for real. (laughs) So I knew she was like, I hope. Does he remember? <laughs> well, I knew you remembered because we talked about it in our meeting yesterday. And you said you were going to set a reminder. Did you not? Well, I did. Okay, okay, okay. I did. But <laughs> I, was I didn't like, I thought think I watched you, you would do believe it. me. Listen, I'm trying to do better. <laughs> I'm being like, you know what? She said that's what she going to do. And I'm going to believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and that's did. a pressure for you. And did. Okay. <laughs> and so I was like, but, but, because I know you how you can get a little off track yes <laughs> that's why i was like i'm getting ready i know i'm wearing a dress <laughs> i'm about to leave my house in a minute i'm five minutes out. i'm five minutes out <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But I also have your location. I know, yeah. That That's part. what I was literally talking to Micah. I was like, she says she's here, but I don't know what here means. Hmm, let me check her location. He said, That's a friend. I said, Yeah. I check about three, four times a day. Some people say it's creepy, but I think it's a friend too. Listen, <laughs> if your phone says you're in a ditch and no one's checking, yeah, it doesn't help anything. It doesn't help any the times we're living in. With the access we have to checking locations, why do they have to call it? it "find my friends"? Because I'm trying to find you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for you. I'm peeping out the blinds, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so season three. Season three. <laughs> no, we're gonna try to do better. I wish we had the book. Like I know that's why I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> season three is gonna be. Sitting Epic. on the bed mm. with in my outside. Don't sit on my bed. Please, Please don't Please. sit on my bed in your outside clothing. By Phoebe Robinson. Have you kept watching the um I meant to watch show? it last night and then I watched Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, she's obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. I now. recently started Grey's Anatomy from the very beginning. Even though I know I know so much. But it is yeah. piecing stuff together that I didn't know. Had you watched it before? No. How do you know everything? Because of TikTok. Or like people spoiling it on Twitter or something. It's so just I'm been like, so many seasons. It's been 18 seasons. Why? Like, that was it for me. I was like, I just can't sign up. You can't up do that many. <laughs> I can't. No, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I would think I was watching it on Lifetime. Because I was like, eh, oh. whatever. No, I started watching it with Ariel. Okay. she was watching it oh, and so i just started watching in. and i su- i got sucked in and then it came on lifetime and i got sucked in again so i was like screw it i'm just gonna go to netflix and start it from the beginning are you so you're obsessed i wouldn't say i'm obsessed because i can turn it off okay yeah it does get sad when i look at my clock and i'm like shit i need to go to bed and i can't start this next episode but mm. i can stop myself see that's that's growth that's, that's on growth that's right there Shonda, your powers didn't work today. But with Bridget, Shonda's powers work with Bridget didn't know because I watched it in eight hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like Alana's. <laughs> I was going to say crack, but <laughs> it's her, not her, crack. her Super Bowl. The, mm, TikTok is my Super Bowl. Anywho, season three, we're going to be doing a lot of this again, but with a book to guide. <laughs> To guide the guide mm. the conversation, um, you can get. Please don't sit on my bed in your outside clothes on our bookshop. You can also get it on it. I was thinking about it today. Did you see all the TikTok Amazon situation? What TikTok Amazon situation? Oh, not me knowing. Wait, about the authors not getting paid. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Then the I do. Storefronts. Tell Different? me. Okay. Might be similar, but keep going. Maybe, maybe related. Who knows? But all I know is that TikTok creators were taking down their Amazon storefronts because Amazon's not paying their workers fairly. So oh. the workers, I mean, this isn't happening. But I was about to say, this sounds like. They're like creating unions. And so basically, until the. Amazon agrees to these terms that which was mm-hmm. like pay them dollars an hour and bathroom breaks and like you know just typical shit that you would ask for yeah they're not gonna put them back up until oh wow so it's all a bunch of influencers banding together to use their power period to support the union which I was like yeah now that's influencing now that's influencing done right done right mm-hmm. done right because I was literally thinking on the way here I was like should we make an Amazon storefront 
it helpful like that? Oh, I mean, another thing. Okay. Based on the one video that I did see, mm-hmm. um, there was like 37 purchases on this girl's storefront and they gave her like a dollar and 37 cents. Yeah, like that's the thing about the storefronts. It's not like this exorbitant amount of money that you're making. You have to sell a, ma- a certain amount of stuff to actually make it worth it. Mm-hmm. So like the bigger influencers where they have like hundred thousands of followers. She's a big one. Right. Oh, she is a big one and only made a dollar. Right, right. So I was like, mm, is it even, you know. What I mean? Is it even worth it at that point? Yeah, it's like, what's the big. Oh, you're not making that much money. I guess. I mean, it's still good. Ethics? I was no, like, it's is still that, good, right? It's still like, good. In yeah. the sense that, in the like, grand scheme of things, do we want to get one? I'm just thinking of like, okay, she showed that background behind the scenes. She's like, it's not even worth it to have one, so yeah. I don't mind. Like, first of all, yes, okay. I want to support. Yeah, but also, she was like, this is like transparency. I'm not making much. Yeah, no, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I get what you're saying. Dang. I know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do some more research. Yeah, Stay tuned. I know. I haven't. I just like stumbled upon it. Yeah, and thought it was cool, but oh, crazy! That is crazy. Um, yes, yeah, season three structure, very, structure, structure. Yeah. We're gonna have notes. We're gonna have notes. This Topics. is the first time we've always just <laughs> gone in and raw dogged the entire episode. <laughs> just raw dogging it, and that's on talent. Period. But y'all know, <laughs> there was a lot of stumbling along the way. Like, I'd be like, yeah. oh, what page? Oh, no, no, no. Like, oh, no I was you know listening to I mean? an episode and it was like, okay, we're going to go to page 40. And you were like, well, I still had a point on 37. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like we were doing our best. Yeah. Without a structure. Without a structure. So this, but we need structure. We a little need bit. A little, we're trying to elevate. You know we're what I mean? Be up Each there. season's going to get better and better. Right. And that's what's happening now. That's what's ha- that's the big point of season three. See, I even made some topics. Come on now. <laughs> on that's this preparation. notepad that I got for Christmas. It's from, I think it's called Copper and Brass. Ooh. I really they have like stationery. Oh, they're black owned. Yeah, they have a lot black of stationery. Stationery. Not seeing a black woman on your stationery. Right. I've never seen that. So. I ain't never seen that before. But yeah, I love them. I have a notebook from them too that I got for Christmas Aww. that I'm obsessed with. Okay, wait. I need to get some like personalized stuff for Christmas. Okay. I'm gonna send you the link. But anywho, okay, so what to expect next season, that was a point. And also, we are playing a Lost Files episode today because I swear we uploaded this. I don't know where it went. I don't know what happened to oh it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for y'all to see this. I know. listen to this. Both, because it, it was a video interview. Okay. So, but basically, we Hi. had an interview with the author of the first book from the very first season we ever had, Kayleen Schaefer. Text me when you get home. The one that started it all um, for us. TBT. Close to my heart. For show. So, we are going to air that episode now, and we'll see you at the end. All right. Lana, are you going to, like, introduce us? Because I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, I already started recording, so I'm going to keep that part in because that's hilarious. But, <laughs> okay. yes, I can introduce us per our usual protocol. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we have the author of Text Me When You Get Home, Kayleen Schaefer, with us. 
We are beyond excited about this. Um, and we're going to ask her a few questions that we've gotten from you guys and some of our own questions that we have. So with that, we'll get started. Or Kaylee, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? No, sure. I'm the author of Texting When You Get Home. It's about the power of female friendship. Thank you guys so much for reading it. I know you've been reading it um, okay. recently, and I really appreciate that. And yeah, so I'm a journalist and author, and fire away. I'm excited to hear what your questions are, what you guys want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still pulling up these questions. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, I got I got some out, so I'll start then. Um, so what inspired we always talk about what inspired us to read the book what inspired you to write the book i really was inspired to write the book based on what i was feeling because i was feeling like my friends were a huge support network but that wasn't talked about in a serious manner you know you you see the like cheesy like wine glasses and arms linked and all of those images are good but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything substantial out there that really talked about how much my friendships meant to me. And I thought other women were feeling the same way and, and might want to read about it. Wow. Well, you really like hit the nail on the head because there hasn't been anything like this book that I've ever seen. And just learning about the history of like, in the beginning, how we weren't even allowed to be friends and just you actually deep dive into being, I don't know, like how friendship is really at the core of our lives and just wild. We love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely a great read. Um, Samra, do you want to go with the next question? We'll just bounce okay. back and forth. Yeah, we can do that. I like that. I give it. Oh, oh the next question is oh, I like this for one. you, Kayleen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> can we expect anything else from you in the future? I mean, I know you have a newborn, which congratulations. Yeah, he's five months old, so he's a little pandemic baby, which you know, I didn't expect this to happen, but um, it's going well. But yeah, also at the same time, I'm finishing my second book, which I don't you guys are in your 20s still, aren't you? I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah. It's about being in your 30s, so you have yeah. that decade to look forward to, but maybe if anyone's listening who's in their 30s, um, it's called But You're Still So Young, and okay. it's about how being in your 30s now is different than it was even 20 years ago, where people kind of just, you know, they did the, they did the routine, you know, they, mm -hmm. they finished school, they moved out of their hometown, um, they got married, they bought a house, they had kids. And now right. you might do that, you might not do that, but you're not doing it on the same time frame. It's definitely all of these things have been pushed later for sure, which reframes how we're living in our thirties. Um, and it just, it makes our adult lives look so different than they did in the past. And it's just, it's a new way of living through your thirties. And so that's what the book is about. Ooh, and it's out in March, so. March. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people. When you guys get there. When you guys <laughs> you let me know. I'm so excited for my 30s. Like every like badass woman who I know who hit 30, like all they've done is glow up. Like Rihanna started Fenty and she 
is building a whole empire, um, for example. But, you know, Beyonce, <laughs> I mean, like, it just gets yeah. better. And it's I love like it. 30s are it. Like, that's, yeah. that's when it really starts. <laughs> so, honestly, like, we're ready for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying my 20s right now, but like 30s, I'm, I feel like I'm not as afraid as like it used to be, kind of like you were saying how it's kind of your 30s are framed now. Like some people used to hit 30 and be like, all right, my life's over. That was it. 20s yeah. was great. Not but, anymore at all. That's right. Happen. Like you said, like now it's like, oh, 30s. All right, let's see what's popping in the 30s. <laughs> okay. so, That's awesome. And I really like the, like the theme. It seems like there's this theme of like, almost kind of exploring this new territory like this uncharted territory it seems like you like to go there with your book is that something I like to look at like new ways of building community and new ways of living and like the way that we're actually living versus like these stereotypes like with friendship it was there's this idea that like friendship can't be the most important relationship in your life but it totally can and is for a lot of women and that's just, those are our support systems. And so this is also looking at like the thirties were traditionally supposed to be this way and stereotypically they are, but they're not actually, and people aren't really living that way. Many people aren't. So yeah, I like to look at stuff like that. I think that's so powerful because, sorry, Lana, I'm just like running away with things. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, no, but like being seen is so important to, feeling understood and that's something that like more representation is so important and the fact that you're doing that for decades of your life because like we were saying on one of those episodes of she will read season one go listen (laughs) (laughs) um but we were saying like or I was saying like forever 21 it's like as if after you're 21 nothing matters and I even hear people say that to me it's like okay you got no more birthdays to look forward to and I'm like yeah I guess not (laughs) you know it's like oh I'm looking forward to 30 and many more you know yeah never finish don't don't let anyone put an end on anything you're not done (laughs) right we're done we're not done (laughs) (laughs) um so next question um how have your friendships evolved in motherhood and like did you have like we know we remember you talking about in the in the book there was a pregnancy group that kind of um yeah talking about joining of Brooklyn yes did you have like a support system like that evolving into motherhood yeah but not as formalized because like I was a little bit late so a bunch of my friends had had kids and so it was more talking to them versus, and I think I had a few friends that were pregnant at the same time. And now it's sort of weird because as you guys know, like the pandemic is isolating, period. Yeah. So it's a little weird now, but I still have friends that I can rely on and talk to and ask like what they're doing and what they're thinking. And so, so yeah, I was just fortunate enough that I didn't find myself as isolated as Carla, the woman in text me, because she just didn't know anyone. She was just the first. And so I wasn't. So I already had a group of friends like that. But I like I get worried that I don't want to have just mom friends, you know, or just non-mom friends. And I want to keep all of my friends. So I've been trying really hard to do that. That's great, because I know it's hard, obviously, like, keeping 
you know, balancing all the parts of your life. But when you move on to a new phase of life, like your life changes, but no one else's changes. And so, you know, if you kind of like start to drift out of your friend's life or like, you know, your friends that don't have kids or, you know, you get married and then you don't hang out with your friends that are single anymore. And like, it's just kind of like, you just kind of let people go as you get older. So I think that's great that you're trying to keep everyone. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's tough. And I had a hard time writing about that in the book because my whole message was about, you know, friendships make you stronger and these are your support system and you can really rely on these people and they're not disposable in the way that we've sometimes been taught. But of course, sometimes friendships don't last. You know, sometimes you do shift into different phases where you're not as tight with that person as you once were. Um, And so like, we have to talk about that stuff too because there's not a good language around it, like friend breakups. I don't know if you guys have had friend breakups, but like, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I had a huge fight with this friend or I don't talk to this friend and people are like, oh, you know, whatever. But if you break up with a guy or or a girl, like whoever your romantic partner is, um, people are like, oh my God, we have stopped everything. We have to talk about this. We have to process this. We have to grieve this. Yeah, so it's not, there's not the same like cultural reverence around it, around a friend breakup, but sometimes they hurt just as much or even more, or you mourn them for longer. So like, that stuff is important to talk about. Like, it's important to talk about. Sometimes you have to move on or break up with friends. Absolutely. And that's okay, you know? Yeah, and it is. It is okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean that friendships are any less valuable in anyone's lives. Oh. Right. Exactly. Okay, my turn for questions? It is. Okay. Okay, how much time do we have? We've got, like, ten minutes. Yeah, so so you can, like, pick your favorite, I guess, from the list. Okay. Well, honestly, it's the next question, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The question is, what advice would you give your 20-something-year-old self? Oh, man, I would give her the advice of not to be wrapped up in, so wrapped up in what guys think. Because I was, I deeply, I worked at a men's magazine and most of my friends were guys and I distanced myself from women because I was like, I don't want to be like those women. And it was hard and I felt awkward and weird because I wasn't being true to myself because I'm a woman, like it didn't make any sense, but that's the way I felt that I had to be. And I think that's changing now, but I also think it's not. And there's plenty of women out there who think, oh, I'm a guy's girl, or I'm not like other girls, or I'm cooler than other girls, or, or whatever it is. And I think I just wasted a lot of time before I found my real voice and my real self, just trying to write like what men would want to read or be like what men would like. And mm-hmm. yeah, that I would say, like, look at yourself. And if you think you're doing that, like, ask yourself why, and if you're really being true to yourself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's that famous line, like, oh, like, I get along with guys way better than I get along with other women. That's why I have so many guy friends. And it's like, okay, yeah, to an extent that could be true. But, like, is there a deeper, like, underlying meaning? Kind of like how you came to that realization, like, oh, like, that's why I was really doing that. Mm -hmm. And just, like, not dismissing it so quickly. And to say, like, you know, you don't have to have a bunch of girlfriends. Like, you don't have this there's no number but like you know you can have a few good girlfriends I feel like having a few good girlfriends is better than saying like I have a lot of girlfriends you know what I mean yeah totally and you dismissing like girls as a whole is just as bad as like 
any kind of stereotyping, you know, like you're just basically dismissing your own sex and that doesn't make any sense. Like you're just as guilty of stereotyping as anyone else then. Right. Right. You point the finger there for pointing back at you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had since middle school, but I'm bringing it back. (laughs) I thought about that the other day, so you're not alone. Um, So next question. Um, Ooh, this is one of my favorites. If you could add another chapter to the book, what would it be about? Oh, I saw that you guys were going to ask that. But I, like, you know, like, well, A, my impulse is to be like, but the book is done. It's whole. It's complete. But if I were still writing the book, like, I am proud of the book the way it is. But if I were still writing the book now, the book came out right around me, too. So, um, obviously, if... I had had the opportunity, the movement would have been in the book so much, you know, I would have explored what that meant for um, taking friendships uh, more seriously, which I think it did. Like, it basically showed that bonds between women were a lot more than surface bonds and women were relying on each other in more secretive ways, just regarding sexual harassment and assault and then that all came out publicly and women were standing up for each other publicly which Mm -hmm. is obviously part of friendship and and it was part of the political movement at the time but so yeah I would have uh, I would have looked into that more and written about that and and talked to women about how that affected their friendships I like that I like that too because just like there was like a twitter thread like not too long ago where it was like I was 17 or I was 25, or I was my age right now, when, you know, you know, something, they were either sexually assaulted or mistreated in some type of way, part of the Me Too movement. And it was, it really, like, things like that, when we actually talk about these things, instead of just internalizing it, and saying we're dealing with it ourselves, um, instead of, like, dealing with it in a more healthy way, like, talking about it and acknowledging it, for what it is and then realizing you have this entire community of other people mm. who went through or are going through the same thing as you so I think that in itself is really powerful because like that builds community and it builds this type of support system that many of these women needed that they didn't even realize that they had so yeah I like that I like that you would have put that in the book too but I too think that the book was great on its own and didn't need anything else <laughs> And we were not suggesting anything. <laughs> no, we did, we saw the question. And we were like, "Wow, that's so cool." We wonder, like, maybe she would have, like, if she thinks about it now. No, I mean, I would have put that in there, obviously, had I been writing it at the time. Yeah, um, Samara, I think we have time for one more question. If you want to pick one. All right. Um. um. <laughs> okay, that's that's tough. Okay, I'll do. I guess the one that's, the question is, <laughs> it, wait, wait, I'm reading a different one. Okay, the, <laughs> which of, which, or no, what did the subjects think of the book? Mm. Oh, you mean like the, the women in it are my friends or? Like Renee was someone we were thinking about. Like, <laughs> how did she feel of like being branded? I mean, not that she she obviously grew and is not that person, but, you know, we I all- like, I know what you're about to say, like, branded the mean girl, right? 
And yeah. I think I told her that, and she was like, oh, please, I have been called so much worse. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she's resilient. She no, is very, she's very resilient. Um, and so, I mean, Renee and I really, that's a true story in the book. Like we became friends um, from the book and she came, um, I'm from Dallas and she came to the launch in Dallas. Um, and it was just so fun to see her there in the bookstore. And then like we had drinks afterwards and she was with my whole family. Like just, I never would have expected my phone call to her asking like, can we talk about this? To lead to her being at the book launch and being, celebrating being there. And like, we're actual friends now. Like we see each other when she comes to New York or when I go home to Dallas or like we text, you know, it's, yeah. So, I mean, she's good with it. Um, but I got, I got so much positive feedback. Like I was overwhelmed and didn't expect all the positive feedback I got. And it was, it was really unexpected and overwhelming and, thrilling honestly um but the but I also like the way I um put the book together like people saw it before it was published because the last thing you want is for it to be out in the world not changed not able to be changed and for people to be like what is this so you know any like friction or whatever anybody who was like oh I wish you wouldn't say that or like whatever like I work with people that's always what I've done yeah yeah that's really good and that's a that's another good thing to point out like before you try to like I don't know like talk about certain situations like maybe that have been resolved now or like have happened in the past like you know talk to the other person before like you know in this instance writing a whole book about it you know I mean there are people who and they're these people they have a good point with like you know, this is my story and I should be able to tell it how I want to. Like a lot of memoirists think this, but um, that for me, I don't know. Like for, I just, I feel better showing a person what I have written about them before it comes out. But right. you, you can do either way. You just have to like trust yourself and what you're putting out there. Yeah. If anyone wants to, like if anyone wants to talk about writing nitty gritty, like that's my opinion. Yeah. Right. Ask one more question, too. I feel like we have time for one more. Oh, a bonus question. Anyone, one last question. <laughs> okay, Lana, that's you. Well, okay. Ooh, I like this one. What would you advise young women writers trying to build a publishing history or an author platform? Like, what advice would you give to them? I, I, there's so much advice and it just sort of depends on also what you're trying to write. But I, I don't know if you have no writing experience, I would start a little smaller and publish some essays somewhere or do some smaller reported pieces before just saying, okay, I'm going to write a book proposal and a book because that helps you meet editors. It helps you meet other writers. Um, and then it also shows like a potential agent that you have done professional work in, in different places. Um, so yeah, when you're trying to build your career, start smaller. I mean, or, you know, but like I said, there's a million ways to do this. So you could just go for it too. You, I, you know, like, I don't know, but there's, find whatever way is authentic to you and put yourself out there is what I would say. Love it. Yeah, that Love makes sense. It. 
yeah because you know everybody's journey is different and mm -hmm. you know just go ahead and writing the book and submitting it out there into the world like might work for some but like you said for other people it might be you know building blocks until you can get there to like better yourself so I like that you gave kind of both sides of that and how that can work everyone's story is different yeah for sure well thank you Kayleen for taking time out of your day to speak with us and to speak to our listeners and future writers and all of that and thank you again for writing this fantastic book that we got to cover in our first season it was so needed i think i can speak for both samara and i when we found it, it was like oh like this is it um so yeah just thank you so much you guys thank you for reading and congratulations on your first season that's awesome this is the final episode right of first season yes great. congratulations very 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 cool thank, thank you so much all right <laughs> and with that um we will see you guys later eventually you'll see new content from us soon Bye. Bye. Thank you. And welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that interview. I remember doing that interview and just being so nervous. For sure. It I was mean, like that was the biggest thing we had ever done. Right at that point. It was mm -hmm. like, this is huge. Like the author of the book. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just the fact that she cared enough mm -hmm. to come on the podcast give us her time right she, i think she had just had a she had baby. just had a baby yeah kayleen if you're out there thank you thank you Again. and we'd love to like see a selfie or something you and your baby yes uh, but she has another book out now oh yeah it's, it's out yeah i because oh I, I think at the time yeah i think at the time it was like to be released but okay. now it's out it's for something about 30 somethings which i was like can't relate yet <laughs> in five years i will we're almost there let's not talk about it mm -hmm. <laughs> what was i gonna say what were oh, you gonna say the name of the book was like but you're so young oh but you're, you're still, still so young, young. Mm -hmm. yeah. by kayleen schaefer yeah that check was her it. out check her out and yeah okay this is the wrap-up of our first do you have anything before i actually say that I'm always like, um. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, what do I have to say? What do you have to say? Um, <laughs> she said shit. <laughs> I don't have anything, but it was nice to be asked. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that. Share this video with a friend. Mm. Bookmark our videos if you really love us because yeah. it helps with the algorithm. Yes. Comment below. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Again, we're going to be doing a lot more YouTube stuff. Like, we're in this whole studio now. So, what we here. Do? We're doing big things. We cannot wait to connect with y'all. Make sure... Mm -hmm. You rate, review, uh, email us if you have any questions. We'd love to do, I'd love to do a Q&A episode oh, where yeah. people just wrote in a bunch of questions to us, like about like anything. It could be about us like personally, about fun. the show, about podcasting in general. I would love to do an episode like that. Just a full Q&A. Not another mini-sode. Another mini-sode. Patreon is coming. It should be up by the time the season starts. So okay. stay tuned. And I'm yeah. Good. I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff coming, guys. And we, do. we love you so much. We do. And until next time, bye. <laughs>